number six. Do you have any questions? I know you're brand new. I am brand new. We have two people that are brand new on the phone here. Um, when you were talking about the cleaning cycles, it was liver, kidney, and what other? Bladder. Bladder. Okay. Liver, kidneys, bladder. The things that, and actually your skin too, but, you know, because you sweat, um, your skin absorbs and releases all day long. Okay. And um, I had a uh, consultation with uh, Leanne. Uh-huh. And um, he mentioned a lot of food symptoms. And this nasal drip. Yes. I had that happen to me today, and I tried a new, um, I tried black pepper. Uh-huh. Could that, could that generate that? Yep. Absolutely. Well, then I guess we'll just have to watch and see what happened in the morning then. Yes. Uh, it's interesting. When you have reflux, it's usually a symptom that something's not working, unless you usually have reflux. I don't usually. This is something new that seems to have acquired um, a home <laughs> for me. What about day one? Was that, did you have reflux there? Um, I have had um, a little bit of discomfort, and I had a gallbladder situation earlier um, by about two years ago. Uh-huh. I've never really been troubled with reflux, but lately it seems to be a casual kind of thing that happens more often than not happen. Okay, well, what's interesting is that um, we'll see if it goes away. If it dissipates, it may be just a, uh, the first two days. Sometimes people do have symptoms, even of what they're complaining of, and then it goes away. So we'll see. You're, not a, you're about out of detox like today. You should be starting to feel better with the reflux. But the black pet is, it could be known. You might be up three pounds tomorrow, or you may be down. But the runny nose is something you should write in the comments section. It's definitely a symptom. Okay, unless you're coming down with a cold. No, I'm not. I don't have any other symptoms of a cold. Okay. But they um, they are thinking to scope me anyway, just to make sure. You mean to, for the reflux, acid reflux? Uh, yeah, just to make sure that everything is, because I have kind of like a little burning sensation sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's acid heartburn. That's acid reflux. Yeah. But when are they going to do this? Probably in the next week. Really? Oh. Maybe you should wait, like, uh, two weeks if you don't want to go through that, because it might be done. Well, uh, for, for my own peace of mind, I just want to know that there's nothing else. Um, okay, well, if, I, there are, if there is something there, it's going to be, that's going to be uh, um, ulcerated, okay? Uh -huh. That's what happens. And um, there... Uh, hello? 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 got a really bad connection. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> yes, hello? Oh, that's, oh, that's better. Well, well. Yeah, it's the connection. Okay. Hello. 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 I, I'm, I think we're here, but Siri's not. Right. Siri gone? Yeah, I think so. Should be out call back? I'm number nine, and I, I have to go, so um, I'm just going to hang up. Okay. Anyway, good All luck, right. everybody. It's been so nice. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm still here. 
Sherry, are you there? I've been here. I've been here. I heard everything. Somebody used the toilet, I think, and kept the fan on in the toilet and the phone in the toilet. I, I heard the I heard a flush. That's what we heard. Yeah. Okay. Well, gosh, it's gone now. That's good. Yes, that is so weird. Okay. That no one ever did that before on the conference call. But I guess if you're standing there doing nothing and you have to go to the bathroom and you don't want to miss anything, you take it with you, right? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, next time, don't flush, okay? <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow. That's what they say. Anyway, the, 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 it's okay. To, um, they're going to give you Nexium or something like that or Asifex or some kind of medication if you're not on it already. Okay, number six? Oh, she might have hung up. She might have hung up. Oh, my God. Maybe that was her. Okay. Um, number nine hung up. I know that. Yeah. Okay. I'm number eight. Okay. I, maybe I'm the only one left. No. Hello? Uh-oh. Number three? Oh, gee. They're all gone. Okay. Oh, the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number eight? Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Okay. Maybe they're trying, they're probably called, maybe they're trying to call back. Okay. Oh, that was so funny. Anyway, I think they got enough information, actually. It was just really going over their own files. Yeah. Okay, but number eight, you're the yeah. only one on, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm calling you by your name? Yes, Judith. Yes, Judy. Okay, Judith? Yes. So do we understand what I said today at all? Yes, you do. Yeah, definitely. I've been tracking the times in the morning, so... Um, your file, and I'm looking at them. And uh, are you the person that said that when you exercise twice a week, you know yes. Yes. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I'll try either Saturday or Sunday this weekend to do the mapping and yeah. try to get a sense. But I guess my only question would be is that you probably want us to get up like close to the time that we normally get up. Would that be a fair assumption? Well, on the day that you do this, then you can lay in bed longer? Yeah. Yeah, it would be good to do it on a, a day, you know, where you, you can actually, yeah, you have to set your alarm when you usually get up. Okay. And do it. You know, like go to the bathroom and then write the time down and then do it for an hour and a half or even longer, which is yeah. the situation here. Now, what I wanted to say about that man who went down three pounds and then just kept going down, he got so excited um, before he actually did this. In other words, he tried it a couple of days without letting me see the data. <laughs> and he said, I, I'm not going down on the scale. I said, well, that's impossible. And um, I said, you're probably getting so excited because he saw it like a drop and then it would stop. And I said, you're getting so excited that you're actually turning your operating system on. You can't do that. You have to relax. Just yeah. think about it. Make, you know the sleepy state you're in when you finally when you have to get up in the middle of the night to the bathroom, you finally sure. lit, then you get back into bed. That sleepy state is how you have to stay. Okay. And relax, not just say, oh, I'm so excited, and then because you'll just stop. Right. You know, you're <laughs> talking to a friend, laughing and everything, because your operating system is totally on. Okay. So. The idea is some people who can't afford to do it during the, you know, like the day they have off, they actually set their alarm. Like if you get up at 6.20, they'll set their alarm at like 4.30 and start watching it drop at that point. See how much okay. they actually get out of 15 minutes. Okay. So it was so funny, but one of the coaches, the coaches on teams are usually heavy. Um, if not the strength and conditioning coaches, other coaches, because they have to show up like during the season. Their hour, they, they only go home for about four hours. They're right. there all the time at these facilities. So this one coach has been my client for about eight years, and he's remiss from a very serious illness on this program, so he's a very devoted client. But he does screw up a lot. He has never stabilized his system, okay? <laughs> but he is in remission still. And the funniest thing is is that um, he finally, finally, after eight years, okay, because they think they know everything, Yeah. 
weighed himself at 5 o'clock in the morning when he had to get up to go to the facility. And then he weighed himself finally at 5.20, and then again at 5.30, and wrote it down and reported the time and the difference. He found that between 5.20 and 5.30, he dropped down. You know? Yeah. So we said, Sorry, I can't down point five between 5.20 and 5.30. And I said, can you imagine if you stayed in bed till 7.30? <laughs> well, after this season, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Wow. Good for him. No, it's so true. I mean, wait till you see what how you can use this, because we're very in tune to ourselves once we start to see the adjustments. You know, like I, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I will be really curious, because I'm one of these people that I know that my liver function is compromised. You know, my, at least it was prior to starting this program on my pancreatic function. Mm -hmm. So I'll be real curious to see, I mean, you know, maybe my cleansing cycles are just really messed up. Maybe, like I with the woman, that young girl, she's, mm -hmm. Miss, you know, health Miss America. She was like, she was very compromised, and it wasn't that she was ill. I mean, she looked beautiful, but she, they were really worried because, because she had hepatitis. They were going to do a biopsy for hepatitis C, huh. and um, it was not necessary because yeah. her enzymes for years. Her trying to do a program before, like a low-carb that she wasn't doing right. Yeah. She was, you know, every stick of gum was uh, a gram of carbohydrates, and she was using 25 of them a day <gasps> for her breast. Because it was stinky, you know, on that, you know. The right, bread. yeah, when you get that halitosis. She was having 25 grams of carbs. She could have been eating carrots or something and doing the same thing. Wow. She was constantly abusing herself. That plus exercising extra heavy on that program would really screw things up. And when she did this, in a week, her liver enzymes were normal. And her weight with her cleaning cycles started to drop. Now, very interestingly that you've been compromised, you are going to see such a correction. Yeah, I'm excited. When you, you're so, it's so funny, like yesterday at 5.45, you were 176.8, right? Mm-hmm. And you were down from the morning before. Now, it's very interesting when this happens. I love this because at 6.14, yes, the morning before that, you were 177.9. Yeah. Okay. Um, you woke up earlier and you were even down more. That means, I know this is impossible, but if you had been able to stay in bed longer, you would have been down to maybe 175.8. Yeah, wow. And then this morning's weight would have been down to 174.8, maybe. Yeah. You know I'm saying it would. The the more cleaning you can allow your body to have, because we don't know when your cleaning cycle ends yet. Right. It ends at eight o'clock. On your day off from not working out, or if you don't have to get up with the kids or whatever. On yeah. A Saturday, you could just catch up three pounds and start from Monday three pounds lighter than you are now just Gosh. by cleaning. That would be great. And how much better it is for your health to do that also. Sure. The stress is very interesting in our environment today, and children also. Uh, I think a lot of people, a lot of problems with children today are they're overscheduled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You have to, you know, this ballet, this piano, this, 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 that, this soccer, this sports, this baseball, this, this. I mean, they're, they, got, they have little lives. There's no downtime. Yeah, absolutely. But they need downtime, too. They need to, you know, this is funny, but... I have um, a client that, who is a 13-year-old who lost 50 pounds on the program. Wow. And over two years has kept it off, and they're 15 years old and extremely happy. And to tell you the truth, what I, I suggested they do is just play video games, relax, eat as much as they want, get plenty of rest, and don't worry about anything. And they did. And they lost 50 pounds. Oh, that's amazing. And it was not in a long period of time either. And they were able to take many days off for pizza and ice cream and everything they wanted and go back to their program and continue to go down. Wow, that's, that's great. And, 
and that person was not scheduled. Hmm. Siri, I do have, I actually have two questions for you on sure. the program. How, how important really is the two-day proofing as opposed to just like being down and challenging in a new food? And I mean, is it really important to give your body that extra day? No, because the, the, origin, the, the way that I originally wrote the program was how to play the game. Yeah. And the only reason I add the two-day proofing is due to the fact that some systems do have one or two foods that are going to give them this delayed reaction. I see. And what happens, as soon as someone knows that, they start saying, well, really, to be sure of a food, you really should wait the extra day. Then you'll know for two days down in a row for sure that it's okay. okay. That's very safe. and It's not necessary. Okay. To tell you the truth, truth. <laughs> um, let's look. Before you knew about the two-day proofing, let's go back. Okay, let's say, look at... Oh, yeah, if you go back to like day 11, 12, 13, I mean, I was adding new, new foods every, every day. day. And they were key saying. Yes. You see, once you look, see, this is very interesting, too. Once someone knows something can happen, everyone gets so afraid. It's amazing. If you don't have the fear and you don't know, then you just go forward. Okay. And I don't, I, I always say challenge without fear. I mean, yeah. until your body decides that it's going to give you a two-day reaction. We can always put question marks on the food and then redo the food, and it'll take a little longer to get through the program. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Uh, it depends on how you want to play the game. It's Monopoly all over again with the, you know, the first time you play, you, land, you buy the colors that are pretty. and what <laughs> The second time you play, you're like a maniac. Everything you land on, you want to buy. Right, you know, right. Because you just approach it with a different psychology. So whatever you want. I always say this, whether you're an athlete or not an athlete, I say, what do you want that's most important? Right now, tomorrow, do you want to add a food? Is the variety important or is the weight important? Because you know what happens, Judith. People are affected by hormone levels. They're yeah. affected by the stress environment. They're affected by adrenal stress. You know, your, your adrenal glands want spice, so you might mm -hmm. want some, to add something spicy. You might be craving Mexican food. And maybe you should challenge chili powder at that point. You know, right. And satisfy that urge rather than wait a day just to make sure you go down on the scale because that's adding another stress. You know? Right. It's what's most important to you. Okay. If you, if well, you do go up two days in a row uh, or, you know, or something like that happens, um, we'll just say, you know, you have to take this food out, wait one day. If you're down one day and, you're, and you'll be down, then maybe you want to wait a second day to see a second day down. Okay. So you feel better about it, you know? Okay. Um, my other question was, I just, uh, my husband and I actually have scheduled, we're doing a cruise <laughs> over spring break the middle of next month. And I'm nervous about this because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, I'm down 12 pounds in 44 days. For, for somebody who's not been able to lose weight for years, I'm thrilled. And so I'm nervous about, I mean, obviously on the cruise, I mean, I've been really good about, like, not going crazy and I've not had any sugar and I'm good with that. But it's kind of like what, what typically happens when people go off the program, say, when they go on vacation or... Okay. Um, it's great, you know, that you're, you're asking this question, and I always tell everybody the same thing, that you should enjoy yourself when you go away completely, totally forget about the program, and have a great time. Yes, you will go up some weight, but you won't go up as much as you would have gone up had you not started this. Okay. Your body will handle the abuse a lot better, and that's very good. It's like when you've gone off the program, it's the same thing. You go up from one, you, what, you go up 0.4, big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you... Or point three, big deal. Your system is a little itty bitty system. You're not. You may go up four pounds, 
but think about what you might do also. You might have a great time and might eat the whole cruise. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. well. I want you to do that so your husband enjoys your company. Okay. <laughs> because, no, it's true, even on holidays. I tell people, will you please sit at the table and enjoy yourself? I mean, okay. come on. I don't want people to think about you all year being on a weird program and only eating, like, you know, carrots. I mean, that's stupid. Enjoy yeah. yourself. You know how to recover. You will recover in 24 hours or the most, 48 hours, okay? Yeah. So big deal, enjoy it. Okay. Cruise is the same thing. I've had people go on a cruise, and they're gone two weeks, okay? And um, four pounds is what they usually, you know, might go up, but before the program, they go up 10, you know, at the same two-week cruise. Right. So then they recover right away, and they go back, and they lose like 20 more pounds. So yeah, it's, good. Don't even think about it. And as a, as a second thought here, the way you mentioned sugar offhandedly like that, okay, sugar is a five-day challenge for you. You know that? I know. And if I were you to get over it already, I, did you add sugar in yet? Well, no. No. But you have had it in things like white wine and Chopin vodka. Right, yeah. The vodka I've done fine with. The white wine, in the words of Dr. Melman, kicked my ass. So. Did he say that? He said that to me. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. No, it was so funny. He was fine. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no, because it's true. I went up like 0.7, you know, tenths of a pound or whatever. I mean, that, yeah. I went from 177.1 to 177.8. So I didn't do too good on the white wine. No. But, but the Chopin vodka has been fine. Yeah, I see that. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I haven't, you know, and I don't know whether it would be the same now or not, but to me, I just think that sugar is, like, a really addictive thing. It's kind of like, once I start eating it, I just get terrible, terrible sugar cravings. And I have had candida issues in the past. So, to me, it's kind of like, if I can get myself off of it and maybe, you know, and, and just not think about it, and, you know, once in a while, like, I'm... I'm sure for Valentine's Monday, we'll go out someplace and I'll have something for dessert. I'm sure I will. No, wait a second. When you're thinking about this, and you don't know what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. You think this, the candida thing is, it's not going to be part of your life anymore, and in case it is still part, a worry there. Okay. That's not going to be part of your life. Um, three months into this program, you shouldn't get any more yeast infections at all. Okay? Even if you're eating tons of sugar. Oh, good. It's, it's ridiculous to think that sugar gives you yeast infections. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Okay. I mean, so many misconceptions. But you, you'll have to practice this and find out yourself. Okay? Right. But the sugar, like, sprinkled on your cabbage flakes and strawberries and stuff like that. And even, you know, Oriental people cook with sugar and salt. That's what, where they get soy sauce from, mm -hmm. you know? And besides the fermented soybean, which is in soy sauce when it's in a Chinese restaurant, it's not really good. If you use... The um, tamari at home, that's a different story. There's no sugar in it. But soy sauce is sugar and sea salt. So the cane sugar, if you look on the Internet, on the benefits of organic cane sugar, mm -hmm. it benefits the kidneys. It benefits the immune system. There's so many benefits to organic cane sugar. Oh, all right. Everyone is afraid of the sugar thing. It's so, it's been such a business. <laughs> oh, I have so many, I have a chocolate club. I have a haagen club that people have lost 30, 40 pounds on this. Wow. Um eating fudge, eating Hershey's Kisses. I mean, you have to get over it. It's okay. the olive oil that's your problem. Do you know what I mean? It, well, olives are one of my moderately reactive foods. <laughs> there you go. I didn't even look. But to challenge the sugar is not to use it while you're off the program, like out to dinner. It's to challenge it within your program. So you know it's not, it's not a problem for you right now, I'll tell you, because otherwise Chopin vodka wouldn't work. Yeah. You see, when someone challenges alcohol, and many people start the program and they say, oh, Sarah, you know, 
um, I really don't want to give up alcohol if I don't have to because it's social and, you know, yeah. and they have potatoes on their first day. I'll say, well, why don't you just do show plan bodies on the second day just to make sure your day one foods are solid and they bring you down and then do show pan vodka. And I, once they do that, I tell them they can add sugar because it, it's already done. Okay. So I'm sure if you add or Florida crystals, organic sugar, you will put it on your camet flakes and you'll enjoy it completely. Oh, well, that's good. All right. Well, that's good to know. Yes. And get, and get over that thing. Now, I noticed here that you write that you have herpes. Yes. Okay. Now, this is interesting. Eventually, you shouldn't have any more outbreaks. Yeah. When we get through this, this may be six months from now, but you you shouldn't have any outbreaks. I know you had um, this is the second herpes outbreak, right? Second or third, actually. Um, yeah, this is just it's been this has just been a kind of a crazy time. But you know, I'll tell you this: starting this program, I mean, I think that my body must have really detoxed, or it really has turned something around. I can't believe how badly I broke out the first week or two I was on this program. Wow, very hormonal. Oh, very hormonal. And now, I mean, now my skin looks fabulous. I mean, but that was the weirdest thing. I haven't broken out like that since I was like 16 years old. Well, you know, it's funny. You're on progesterone, right? Yes, uh, yeah, off and on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it is, the skin is a very, one of the, it's the largest system we have. It's larger than the vascular system with all our arteries and veins. It's, it's just the largest system, and it is a excretory system. Uh-huh. where a lot of garbage gets released from the body. Right. So, oh, people are trying to call back, I bet you. Look at that. Oh, you know what, Sarai, I'm actually, or Sari, I'm actually on here, number three. Oh, you came back. Yeah, I am two, number two. Okay. okay. What happened was someone was in the bathroom, and I'm sure they took the phone to the bathroom, they flushed, and left the fan on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's what we were listening to. I was hearing everybody, nobody... <laughs> But if you're on here long enough and you have to go, you take the phone with you. You don't want to miss anything, right? So, that is so funny. I can't blame whoever did that, you know. But, okay. Um, anyway, as I was saying, that um, the first, yeah, your skin, the excretory system would show up, you know, with a lot of dumping of the toxins. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. true. And you have a lot more to go because of uh, different issues that you have. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just going to be, you'll be doing this for a very long time. Not that you, you know, even, of course, after you meet your weight goal, it's not the end of the program. Right. The end of the program, really, to finish this program, you have to be able to do this to win the game. Okay? Yeah. You meet your goal weight, whatever that is to make you happy and mm -hmm. your size. Of course, the ones that we've given you probably with your um, the Olympic standards for your frame size, that's where you'll wind up. But if you, when you go off the program and you can maintain your weight, within a few tenths of a pound, just pulling yeah. off it, and you have no symptoms. Right. Then you are stabilized. You're finished. It may be two or three years of abuse before he, he call me and say, like one of the Philadelphia Eagles, four years ago he did this, and he called me before he went to the training camp for the Eagles, and he said, um, Sarah, you know, I did this four years ago, but to tell you the truth, I used it as a crutch. I got down my 20 pounds. I made, you know, I made it, and now I need to do it again. I need to lose 30 in a month. Do you think I could do it? Do I need to get my blood redrawn? And I said, no. I said, let's call out Yale program because, you know, we'll see if you have cell memory. We'll see if the foods work. It worked last time. So using the, the older program, he lost 30 pounds in a month and was one of the, the linemen in the Super Bowl. Wow. It's very interesting, but that's cell memory. You're creating a lot of things when you do this program. It's so it's so depth and so much depth that it's hard to believe that you just do, you're doing this and it seems so simple because it's yeah. really, really complex. Like it has to do with cell memory. If you wipe blood cells, you're 
reproduce. And I don't want to shove all this information down your throat if you don't really want it. So it's great. Yeah. No. no that's good. thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'll I'll beg off here and let somebody else have a turn. But uh, okay. Do your cleaning, map the cycles, and let's see what happens. Okay. The excellent. weekend may be the time where you do it because you have children. Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah, try to do that and get that to me, and it'll be fun to see how much your time you're cutting into your cleaning cycles and okay. how we have to arrange that just one day a week or um, somehow, uh, you know, get to retrain you. To figure it out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Okay, what numbers are left? Thanks, Terry. Good luck, everybody. Thank you. What numbers? I guess we're all done. No, who, who's no. on here? Um, two. Uh, two and three. Two and three? Yep. Okay, number two, did you have any questions? Um, question, general elementary. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, this is my first day. Okay. All right, um, when, you, when you mentioned about the um, three cycles, mm -hmm. is, there a, is there a general term in terms of time when people have these cycles? I mean, is there like a generality? No, and it's so funny because everyone says, well, I get made a nine hours sleep. Well, it doesn't matter because remember the woman who went to bed at 1 and woke up Right. And what happened? Her body stopped working at 4.30. I was doing anything having to uh, contribute to the cleansing of no. toxic byproducts from the day before food or the natural breakdown in the body. Okay. It, was, it was done by 4.30. She missed the boat. I mean, it has nothing to do with maybe, you know, the sunset, sunrise. No. None of that stuff? No. It's all laying flat. Do you remember the movie The Conehead? Yeah. They had they slept standing up. Remember that was yeah. they went to bed against the wall standing uh -huh. up. Well, evidently where they come from, that's important. But <laughs> the thing is that our horizontal time is very important. There's got to be a greater reason for us. I know. You know what's funny? That's funny number two that you should mention that. It just so happened that it was freaky that this woman's system was from an eight to four thirty system right now in her repair mode. Mm -hmm. When she finished, she may be totally you know eleven to six or whatever. But Benjamin Franklin is quoted as saying that because his father was in the candle making business, he said everybody should go to bed at 8 at night when the sun goes down and wake up at 4.30. And a lot, many more people would save money because of burn candle, you know, burning candles at night from you know, 8 to later on in the evening. And he said, but that's the better cycle of the body. Isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. and here's wow. This one woman, it actually turned out to be in her repair state, that was it. Personally, I can't see everybody doing that, okay? That's crazy. You each, I, th I haven't found another system like hers or um, that had to do an 8 to 4.30, mm -hmm. but it's the most impressive, you know, remarkable when you start to talk to people about this, and it's a real person, you know, that actually, you know, didn't believe it for 185 days, and then she finally did it, and it made a big impact in her life, mm -hmm. you know? And another young lady, you know, with liver enzyme problems and trying to lose 15 pounds. Okay, so basically when we write that down for the, the hour and the, and the half, you'll be able to analyze? Yeah, you'll see it too. It's going to be kind of obvious. You probably okay. want to do it for one or day, one day okay. or two days, or you do it one day on the weekend, and the next weekend you might want to do it for one day and see, you know. The and you just pick different times? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, no, you'll see that um, you'll just want to start at an earlier time, maybe a later time. It, you'll see what this does to you. Okay. Let's put it that way. Your, your question marks, and you'll want to know a little more about your own system, so you'll play with the idea. You know, it's um, it's just something that you'll say, yeah, I wonder if I stay at 15 minutes longer in bed, what it'll do, and you'll go back to bed and lay down for 15 minutes, and you say, oh my God, I went down 0.4, I don't mm -hmm. believe it, I'm not over yet. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, or you'll start an hour earlier, like this woman kept having to do every every day, it took her quite a few days to do this, because she, once you're up, 
and you start doing this, you can't go back. You know, you have to actually have a whole day of operating time, and then you have to go then your operating system will turn off, and then this begins again, the ability to measure. You can't just decide to go back and measure. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Once you're up, you're up. So you have to decide. You know, it'll be interesting because um, you're, if you're working, then you're definitely going to have to have one day where everybody cooperates in your household just to let you just sneak back for an hour and a half. Or, as I told someone else, to set your alarm an hour earlier, an hour and a half earlier than usually get up, and do it then and see how much you drop. If you drop and you keep dropping, you're definitely going to want to do it on the weekend where you can stay in even longer in bed. To okay. So then well, how do you know which cycle you're in? Well, you'll see because, remember, the weight will be consistent twice, and that's over. No, what, I'm, what I mean is there's three cycles, right? Two and a half hours? Oh, oh, oh I see. For instance, yeah, I see what you're saying. For instance, if you get up at 6 o'clock and use the seven, 6 to 7.30 time period to measure, mm-hmm. then your body's still dropping. And you say, gee, I have 15 more minutes, I'm going to lay in bed. And so you do it to 7.45 and you're still dropping. You know that you may be only in your second cycle. You're going to have to do it on the weekend to see if you stay in bed till 10. I see. Are you okay. even two pounds lighter? Okay. You will freak out. Just mm-hmm. say, I don't believe this. I have been not losing weight or whatever for so many years because I work. <laughs> you know, what oh, can God. I do? Oh, my God. But you'll say, no wonder. All of a sudden, guess what? No more guilt. You'll understand. You'll, you'll have a whole new realization of what may have been an additional issue. And it's a very big one because, listen, most people get up early and they go to work, you know? Right. So can you imagine that you have one of those systems that need correction? You need rest at the time when the body needs the rest, mm-hmm. not when you need to rest. That's, this is a, a concept that, like I said, University of Pennsylvania, Stanford, and there's so many other things mentioned. I wish I had a copy of that article. I'm so stupid I didn't print it. But... I, want, I read it just to see if anybody was doing what I'm doing or know what I know, and nope, they're not even close. So this is really quite amazing what you're going to find out. And, and we'll do you talk think about it because I think we'll be the, we all will be the only people that will understand what you're talking about. Oh, that's great. And do you think from this, this cycle, this um, three-part cycle, it'll have an influence and, or an effect on when the person should actually have their first meal? I mean... Well, I know it doesn't have an effect on your last meal. The, oh, did you get off the phone? I, yeah, I think you got off the phone. No, you didn't. You were here. When I was telling, um, number one asked me if, um, you know, if he can eat right, you know, in night. bed or something. And I said, yeah, you can eat up until the time you fall asleep, you can eat, as long as you're eating the correct food. Mm-hmm. But when your first meal is, that's a very good question. I don't know about the first meal. I don't know. If, I doubt if it would have an effect. It's just important that you do eat during the day. And your last meal can be as you're laying in bed. Okay. You know, you know, the, it's so funny how people, you know, with the grape leaves and people laying there feeding them, like cheese and grapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just laying there, that's really, that corrects me up to the thought of it. I think that, you know, that could be a situation to go to sleep, get up, and you're just in beautiful shape like they used to be in the Roman and Greek era when they took care of their bodies and exercised and, you know, of course had the vomitorium too, but we're not talking about that. Mm. But I mean just eating. Go ahead. I know you want to ask me another question. No, that's it. You sure? Um, well, well, in general, these foods that um, that were analyzed for specifically for me. Uh-huh. Okay. Why? Why did it? I mean, what is it about these foods? I mean, it's just the reaction of your your inflammatory system. What is your immune system? Okay. There's so many food panels on right. the market today, um, and 
there's really this is the reason I developed dietary progression, the whole concept, because the there's a lot of tests and the antigen. I don't think this can. You really can't take these tests at face value. There were studies done. They're like 73 percent accurate on the day they're done. Uh, that means that 25 percent of what you're looking at there is incorrect anyway. And so that means that 25 percent of the foods on your challenge list are going to give you problems. You know what I mean? Okay. You have to look at them this way. Okay. Wall food panels. And what they measure is, yes, they take your white blood cells. They um, have antigens that have been prepared from God knows what. Okay. Because, to tell you the truth, they it's like prohibition in the immune system. And it's like prohibition days where alcohol was not. It's true, honestly. Only, the only test the, the antigens, the, the food substances that they use that are prepared specially, to measure with white blood cells are, um, they're not federally regulated. So, for instance, this is where, that's why there's so much variety out there in reactions between IgG, IgG4, IgM, um, so many things out there because there's no standardization of at least the antigen, okay? And there's a lot of different, there's a few different methods. But what this laboratory did was like every other laboratory. They take your blood, they use the antigens, they measure and see if you have a reaction. The reaction could be one of two things. One is when the cells die on contact with their antigen, okay. that particular food. The other is when it's regarded as moderately reactive by the lab, which means that the cells were provoked and they'll take on fluid to protect your cell membrane from exploding or dying. Mm -hmm. So you have an immune reaction. Now, let me give you an example. Um, it's important to respect the results because, hey, it's science and that's, you know, it's a test. And I respect it for four weeks. But after that, I go back and like to use that page as your last challenge page. After 28 days or 12, whatever, 28 days or six weeks, whenever you want to, we go back and start challenging those foods into the program to see if they have, or if they work, if they've been corrected, if there's something wrong. Doesn't matter, actually. As long as they work, I'll be happy. You know, and so will you, because those are foods that you'd want to work on your program. Mm -hmm. But um, it's very interesting. And the cells, the colors that I highlighted there, those are related to other education about what cells actually were provoked. And then again, as I was saying, the sometimes the antigens used, like there was someone who had <coughs> that was reactive. So naturally, I would tell a person to not use coffee for four weeks. But this person was an executive director for a company. He had 40 employees underneath him, and he said, well, I'm going to detox on the weekend. I'll start it on the weekend. do my day one and two, and I'll, I'll do it without coffee. But what happened on Monday, he called me and said, Sarah, tell you the truth, I had to do coffee. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine coming in Monday morning without coffee. So I started with coffee, even though I shouldn't have. And guess what? I went down on the scale, and then I went on down on the scale on Sunday. And I got coffee to work. I don't understand it, but Monday I came in now, and I'm coffee in the office, and my nose started to run, and I know that's a symptom. So is this like a delayed reaction or what? So I said, nope. I said, what kind of coffee did you have at home? He said, Starbucks. I said, what kind of coffee are you drinking in the office? He said, Maxwell House. I said, Maxwell House is, has formaldehyde in it, and Starbucks works for you. So you shouldn't drink the coffee in the office unless you bring your own coffee with you. See, every coffee bean will challenge or can challenge differently. Mm -hmm. Just like grapes, red and green, or peppers, yellow, orange, red and green, they all can t challenge differently in different systems. Some do well with everything. Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, uh, Organic Mexican. Uh, there's so many coffee beans that that may work or not work. 
that the coffee antigen that was used for the particular test may have been uh, Sanka. I don't know. You know, these things are supposed to be standardized, but they're not federally regulated. Okay. That's what bothers me. And that, like, years, do you want me to keep talking? Yeah, keep talking. <laughs> okay, because years ago, when I did started this, there were, I was involved in the research studies with asthma and um, IBS and migraines. And it was funny because they were trying to develop this instrumentation and um, for food testing. It, it, it was so we were going from IgE testing to uh, computerized cytotoxic testing, which is really what we have today in all these tests out there. But the idea was to for me to sit down with the person with the results and explain what they had to eat and what they had to avoid and how they were going to be better as part of the study. And so many times it was so embarrassing because I was representing the lab and the research physician and the person would say, you know what, I don't eat any of those foods and I haven't and in years that the, that, that test that you tell me is my problem. So how can that be the cause of my, you know, my illness? And I look up and I look at them and I say, you know, you're absolutely right. And I would, you know, have to introduce certain foods and they would have a symptom. And they would not be one of those foods that was supposed to provoke a symptom, mm -hmm. but it was a non-reactive food. So I'd go run and I'd tell the the research doctor and the scientist that the person needed an inhaler because they were having a reaction to broccoli. And they would say, tell the person it's not an asthma reaction. It's not, I'd I look at them and I was with the person. You know, I was the one sitting there watching this. And I said, they are having an asthma, they need an inhaler. Tell them they don't need an inhaler. It's not a reaction, not, I just could not believe the intensity to, um, let's say, uh, just confirm their data. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they could self-test later on. And every single laboratory is like that. It's got to be one of the biggest businesses today. In immunology, selling tests. Mm. Applications are bad. This one, That's why I developed this application. It was fantastic. Mm. It is. I honestly, you know, of course, the, the proof is in the pudding. It's 98% success rate. But it's, it's a very, very, very labor-intensive. You have to collect data, you have to have analyze your data, you mm -hmm. have to follow it, you have to do, you know, you have to pay attention. You have to have done almost everything else mm -hmm. before you do this to appreciate it. And the amounts of the food have no effect? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. No. You see what I mean? It's, you really have to know, you know, there's so much to know. And you're learning as you're going through this. Mm -hmm. You know, you're learning about, you know, challenging how to play the game. Then you're learning about two-day proofing. Then you're learning about, like, mapping the cleaning cycle. Then you're going to, you know, that's about it for plan C. But for the other plans, it goes on for like 12 hours. There's so much to know. Mm -hmm. You'd always, don't feel bad. You can always, you know, upgrade if you want to know more. But then again, you may be fine knowing what you know. You may think this is enough, you know, mm -hmm. which is great because it's designed for success. Plan, I, I made all the plans so you'd have enough information so you'll be happy, whatever you decide to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, good. And in terms of upgrading, I can do that anytime. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You might, you know, anytime you, you want to upgrade. And how, how often do you have these conference calls? If, if I, let's say I upgrade to B. We, we do them like once a week except for the holidays, and then we all had the flu, and then <laughs> it was crazy. Um, we usually try to do it once every 10 days. Once every 10 days. Once, day. say once every 10 days. Sometimes we throw an extra one in during the week, depending on who didn't have what and who's on what plan and okay. you know, who needs what. Sometimes... A plan C will be thrown into a plan B um, teleconference because they haven't had, like, mapping the cleaning cycle, and that's where plan B is. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, something like that. 
That's what I did. Okay. All right. Now, All right. your part, listen, your, your follow-up with your format review. You I'm have, sorry? Your format, in other words, your format sheet? The format sheet, yes. Yeah, your format sheet. See, that's the only word to everything, so program. Your format sheet, things are still updated. They are, um, they can be reviewed with you at any time. Okay. You just have to call the office so that you have a question about your format sheet. Or you okay. Can, you need to see somebody, you know, for five minutes about your format sheet where you really don't understand what's happening, or you do understand what's happening. Okay. But you can't believe it. You know, anything. You know, you just need a format review. Okay. And we, we plan like five or ten minutes on a schedule for that. All right. So you can get that any time in between the consultations. Don't feel disconnected. Okay. All right? Okay, good. I'm looking forward to this. It's fun. All right. <laughs> okay, take care. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.